Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. So today I have my roommate back again to be a guest in this podcast. Apparently I could not find any new guests, so he has graciously accepted to be a repeated guest again. As usual, we'll call him Saru and this time we decided we'll do something different. We'll not go too much into sci-fi. No, we probably might end up like anything we talk about eventually leads to sci-fi but continue continue yeah that is true that is true sci-fi has to be there in a conversation then it seems really boring but yeah we'll try to refrain from that for this episode bring some newness into this but we were discussing about the recent youtube videos that we were watching and that he wanted to discuss in this podcast so i'll give him the platform tell about his recent favorite videos that he has watched okay so my recent favorite videos goes to yeah it starts from 2018 very recent it's called on companionable silence it's by the vlog brothers who are like maybe you might think people might know it's um, john green and his brother hank green john green is a famous author like anshul tune to suna hi hoga uske bare mein yeah yeah absolutely i know you were a huge fanatic you used to buy his books the date was released wait for the hard cover ones for some reason but yeah let's not get into that okay so what happened with that is first of all john green writes very slow so he he's he's writing like one book every 5 years and if he's writing one book every 5 years then it's fine for me to buy hard covers whenever it comes out because it's highly anticipated right yeah but it's so off regular things that we read and talk about it's so off the sci-fi genre it's so opposite to what we discuss yeah but it's it's like an old love you know before even before star trek i was like and it would happen very randomly because i had no idea who john green was i had no idea what the fault in our stars was i had just randomly bought uska book which was looking for alaska's first book i just randomly bought and i started reading it and by the end i was like full on crying properly so uske baad i just became a big fan i've read like all of his books and then i found out he has this youtube channel with his brother so they've been doing this for like the last 12 years i think where once a week one of them will make a video for the other person but and they'll upload it on youtube so everybody can watch it basically and it's so amazing they've done so much stuff like they've you know started their you know charities started you know various art projects and they also do this side wala thing called crash course which is uh, do you know what crash course no not really what is that about okay so crash course is basically it's a channel where they take a particular subject and they make like a 23 to 30 video ka series on that subject so they will take biology they'll take philosophy they'll take physics they'll take writing they'll take computer science they'll take ai and they'll do like a proper crash course of 30 videos on it of, of like 10 minutes each and it's amazing if you need to cram for an exam like i've crammed for a few of my papers from like crash course ka videos for like economics and stuff anyway yeah so but john obviously like when he makes videos so many of his videos are um, you know they're they're very like 
connected to his writing they're very like profound and this particular video i picked as my favorite because on companionable silences uh, okay so the context of the video is john with some of his friends went on basically a walk in the woods okay and it's full on raining and there's like streams everywhere they're getting full on wet and what they did was they went for a walk and they did not talk to each other at all they quietly walked the, into the woods and he describes like the whole video is basically him filming you know whatever they did in the woods and it's he does not usually what john does is he has voice over for his videos or he is directly speaking into the like speaking to the camera but in this one he just has subtitles and he lets the uh, recordings of nature take over with just the subtitles and he talks about how he wasn't really looking forward to it but once they were there once you know they were actually doing the uh, walk and like the conditions were semi dangerous so they had to be careful and just being there being with his friends quietly you know in silence walking was probably like the best one of the best experiences he's had and he talks about the meaning of life is to be able to be with each other in silence which i think is an amazing thing and i've had that with many of my friends with you with you know some of my other best friends when we are like uh, at each other's house at night and we're just sitting somewhere balcony mein shanti ko raat ko i can relate to that and it's a very profound uh, it's a very profound beautiful you know uh, humane message i just just the way the video is made i really like there's a whole section where he just lets us see the whole he records you know himself walking in the woods and he just lets us be with him for like 10 15 seconds and it's just, it's very nice yeah i think you know in this recent times this is really required the calmness <laughs> and, the, and the silence <laughs> is required amongst humanity if you're feeling alone or if you're like uh, tired of being in, like locked inside your house just go watch that video you'll feel a lot better you know because just the whole um, atmosphere of that video is like you know asmr for you amazing i watched it today when you recommended it and it was really something which was very different but calming at the same time and it was quite fun though i have not read any of john green books but i can see why you like him and i might take up on the offer that i might actually read a book you never know no even if you watch some of his videos he has some really great videos he has a video on loneliness like how he feels lonely a lot of the time he's like he has a lot of mental health issues like he he goes through depression every now and then and he has to like there's a lot of issues he talks about like that today he just released a video called i am an artist with him in which he basically talks about that was something i really needed to hear that he said today was like um, when he was writing looking for alaska which is his first novel he talked to his like then girlfriend who's now his wife about the thing he like he told her ki like i want like he wants to be a writer and this and that and she told him ki like you are currently writing a book that makes you a writer and which is the same thing he says in the video ki like for you to be an artist you just have to do the thing you don't you don't need anything beyond that if you're writing you are a writer which is like such a good thing to hear from someone like him so yeah if you need some positivity and if you need some like beautiful stuff in your life then go watch his videos even hank's videos are amazing hank talks about like weird animals and stuff so yeah go watch blob brothers they're amazing and speaking of animals who lay eggs let's move on to the next video oh, that's a great segue better than i could have thought of <laughs> it's a segue it's not a very good segue but whatever 
Okay, so the second video I'm talking about is by Kurskasat. Kurskasat? Okay, Kurskasat. Something, yeah. Yeah, weird channel name, but you go on YouTube and search uh, The Egg by Andy Weir. Where do I even start with this video? So, Kurskasat made like an animated adaptation of this short story. And it's one of my favorite videos because, first of all, the guy who narrates all the Kurskasat videos, his voice is like very soothing. So, his voice reading the short story is amazing. Plus, just the short story, which um, it's very reminiscent of like from a personal thing. Like when you sent me, uh, you remember the last question by Isaac Asimov? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so that story you sent me like a long time ago, I don't remember, but two, three years ago maybe, and I absolutely loved that story. And then when I saw this, the first thing I was reminded of was the last question. And also like, it starts off weird. It starts off in a place ki like um, there's a person or like rather you, it talks, it says ki like you were on your way home when you died. That is literally the first sentence. Okay, so no spoilers. The story is like, um, it's a speculative thing. Like what happens to you after you die? So Andy Weir says that when you die, you go wherever to this ether kind of a place and you meet God. And God goes on to tell you what happens after you die and there's reincarnation involved but he uses reincarnation in such an interesting way because he says that he first of all puts up the theory like time is non-linear after you die so once you die you can be reborn as someone else maybe in the past so why that should I give the whole plot away because I feel like I shouldn't no I think it's okay because it's just a description because any which is even if you reveal the entire plot that video is equally interesting even after you know the story because I remember I saw the video after reading the short story and I was still fascinated I, I again watched it today evening and again I was blown no it's a beautiful short it's a beautifully animated video and the thing is like you can watch you can, I, even if I spoil the plot which I want it's fine you can still watch the video because for just for the writing of you know his writing Andy Weir like he does such a good job of writing the whole thing it's hardly even what two pages maybe and he does such a great job of conveying whatever what, such a like grand idea it's amazing the story at its core is about why you should treat people better or like why you should you know you should forgive people for treating you bad or you should treat people better because it gives a very empathetic view of the universe and yeah that's why i absolutely love that thing and plus it's great sci-fi it, it does what every good sci-fi story does which is like it shows you something it opens up your mind it shows you something which you did not think was possible but once you see it you're like oh obviously like this makes so much sense so yeah the egg by Andy Weir it's a great story and it's a great video everyone should definitely watch it it's only like seven minutes long I think and uh, yeah it's amazing and for the third one okay so since we decided to talk about our three favorite videos but i couldn't find the third video as per se i'll just talk about a whole channel so many of you might know that there's this channel called cinema sense which is all about you know it uh, takes a movie and it uh, basically points out all the mistakes and plot holes in that thing in that movie which is it's a very cynical channel and it it makes fun of movies in a very derogatory way but it did lead to 
this channel which I'm going to talk about which is one of the best channels on YouTube at least for me it's called Cinema Wins and it's basically this one guy who he started out as a channel as like a reaction to cinema sessions and what he did was he used to take really bad movies and he would talk about them in the cinema sense type format but instead of you know pointing out plot holes or instead of sinning the movie he would have a win counter and he would talk about every good and positive thing in a movie which might be really bad so he would take something like um, i don't know like gods of egypt which is a really shitty movie but then he would talk about all the good things in it such as you know maybe it might be the costume design the production design maybe it was like the art some of the art in it some of the you know cgi which was good he would talk about like tiny tiny good things and slowly as he became popular he started doing more and more even good movies and he like what he does is he takes a movie which is like requested movie and he talks about all the good things that are in it and i really like his philosophy towards movies because he looks at movies in such a positive way as something which is like because a movie takes so much effort or so much effort is put into making at least like one sim- single movie that you have to appre- like there's always something there always be something to appreciate in even the worst of movies and when you take the best of movies if you take something like say into the spider verse which is already a really fascinating movie but then you take it and you he talks about all the things that went into making that movie such a good movie and why it matters that it enhances your experience of watching that movie he does the same thing with like the avengers movies he does it with knives out he does it does it with all the you know popular stuff and his whole philosophy is he liking things is simply better than not liking things which is a really positive message to spread on you know the internet which happens to be a really toxic place especially youtube or twitter so i really like his yeah i really like his channel because he spreads a lot of positivity in such a negative environment if you're sitting at home with nothing to do if you're sort of feeling you know kind of bummed out then you can watch his videos you can and if you really like a movie then you can watch his video on that movie and you will find out even more even more reasons to like it like one of my favorite movies is guardians of the galaxy and his video on guardians of the galaxy made me appreciate it even more because of some of the things that even i never realized watching it which you know he did and yeah so it's a great channel to anybody who is listening this he is a huge huge fan of guardians of the galaxy so when he says that the video said something which he did not know already so now even i'll have to recommend though even though i have not seen a single video of that channel because i know how serious he is when he says the guardians of the galaxy yeah my seriousness i'll, I'll tell you uh, how much i love that movie like i think it ha it came out in 2014 and since like 2014 every year on my birthday i watch guardians of the galaxy like without fail or at least once a year i end up watching that movie without fail so that's like a ritual for you now more or less yeah okay so the ritual word actually reminded me that we had a major oh, major kya segue kya segue oh my god it was organic i didn't even plan this this was organic it was it was it was very organic it came out very nicely <laughs> okay so the last time i had one topic that i wanted to discuss in our podcast that was more on philosophy and religion but since we wanted to keep the podcast a bit short we didn't indulge into that because that's a whole new realm altogether so okay 
you were telling me how you had i would not say roller coaster but a very interesting journey while looking at the whole philosophical aspect of religion and spirituality as a whole so you know tell me about the experience that you had yeah but only if you tell me yours first for me initially i was a really huge devotee i would say because living in a joint family i used to wake up early i used to help my grandparents out in setting up all the religious customs or helping them out with all religious customs and i was really ingrained i watched all the epics hindu epics mahabharata ramayana and all of that but i don't know at some point of time for what reason something clicked and i became a total atheist i don't know should i say total or not because i have an open point of view it's just that i find the religion the way it exists in this world really really i was a negative to be put in a nice connotation but yeah i think that is what and i don't believe that there is one supernatural being that i need to be afraid of or i need to pray to to have a good life i just believe in the concept of humanity that if you, you just be good to people that's it you know you don't need to fear a supreme being or you know request him for things that you don't have in your life that is one basic philosophy that i follow in general and then there is a whole segment of hatred that i have for uh, these superstitions which people follow blindly and the religious customs which people follow like i see in my house where people sacrifice their health to fulfill these religious customs which i find really odd because you pray to god to have good food good health in your life but while fulfilling those customs you're hampering your own health it's counterintuitive i don't get it yeah yeah perfectly valid point and so like uh, what about the your turn to science as you say ki like your older brother or your older cousin introduced you to a lot of science books like non yeah, yeah, science yeah. how much did that contribute to your did that at all contribute and how much did it contribute to your swaying away from religion i think that had a major contribution obviously because i would have never been more cynical of the facts i would have never questioned the why behind the things basically that is what those books taught me in essence you know to ask why to ask the basic w's and the h's the questions behind everything that's been taught to it's really important it's it's a lot about me in this one podcast but let's jump back at you okay so mine is pretty similar but except my family because it was like It's kind of a, my mine was a nuclear family so we were not really um, that religious and i wasn't like i mean i was religious in the about average way that everyone like every normal kid is religious so uh, yeah growing up i would read like mythological stories about you know either this god or that god you would visit a lot of temples which was less about religion and more about you know my family was a lot into traveling so we would visit like various places in india and everywhere we go there's you know new temples to discover because india me tourists does we only go to temples <laughs> they were a big part of my like a religion used to be a quite a big part of my life uh, up until it was a thing i don't know how it happened but um, I strayed more towards um, Buddhism rather than straight out atheism. I don't think I've ever completely felt like atheistic, but it's never also been like a thing of I believe in some like actual entity called God which is like uh, you know this or that as far as far as the stories about gods go like maybe they're true maybe not either way they're very exaggerated I think it's weird I mean I do think religion is important because like religion can you know 
it can help a community like one of my favorite authors who's uh, another green called graham green he writes a lot about religion and uh, in one of his books he talks about okay have you heard this uh, phrase called by karl marx uh, saying you know religion is the opium of the masses yes i did read that yeah yeah so um, i was reading one of graham green's books and in that he made a very interesting point he when karl marx said that religion is the opium of the masses opium was not looked at as this you know illegal uh, evil thing opium was actually a legal drug which was um, was used by the rich people as a kind of a luxury thing opium was like a luxury that rich people had which they used as a tranquilizer and so what karl marx was essentially saying that religion for the poor is like opium it's like their weed keeps them you know uh, tranquilized because inherently he says that people cannot live without live without a tranquilized so you know i kind of agree with him in the sense ki um, everybody needs their own kind of some kind of religion to live by otherwise they'll completely fall apart without without some kind of belief whether it be like scientific whether it be you believe that there is like uh, some god living in the sky or whether you know jesus you know turned water into wine whatever it is whatever miracle you believe in like for the longest time i used to think that star trek is my religion oh it is my religion as well please don't insult that don't <laughs> go there <laughs> yeah because if you think about it star trek has such a big Star Trek in itself is kind of mythology mm-hmm. except that instead of taking place in the past it takes place in the future if somebody told you that there was this uh, you know great amazing figure with pointy ears who could you know read you know, read people's minds and uh, who was who could do no wrong because he was absolutely logical you would think of him as a jesus kind of figure who came back from the dead once you know yeah so you would think of him as a god god like figure but to us it's like he spoke you know yeah i think like in this i get it that is why i tend to believe on the writings that is these epics to be more fictional than to be true because first of all it said that it is written by a human being that is the first thing and the second thing is it's a really well written fictional book so in a hypothetical scenario let's say that the world is doomed and you know none of the current humans survive and there are future generations but they have no link to whatever happened in our history basically our history is lost in the crumbles of the world and some day they dig up and discover the entire eight or seven part of harry potter series and they might just believe that it's true that actually happened you know probably i think star trek is bigger than let's say harry potter so they might believe that human race was advanced enough uh, to have a galactic presence rather than just their own world yeah obviously like it's like um, i don't know if you've seen it have you seen galaxy quest no i've not okay so galaxy quest it's a movie it's a really good like sci-fi it's a kind of a parody of star trek but it's all it also celebrates star trek okay so the plot of galaxy quest is uh, there is this uh, inferior alien race which is being terrorized by this other alien race and this inferior alien race they need help right so what happens is one day they come across um, tv waves are broadcast into space they come across these uh, recordings of like an old uh, star trek like tv show and uh, these aliens because they're so um, kind of simple minded they think that um, the events that happen in the show are real and that these people who are like the starship ka crew are like really like uh, you know mythic heroic figures 
and they end up kidnapping these people and uh, tell them killing we need your help i won't talk about any more than that but it's it's basically like that right? what you were talking about if, if it just so happens ki like if a thousand years later if uh, humanity is extinct and some other alien race finds like recordings of star trek somewhere they will think that yeah we were these amazing people like there used to be vulcans and uh, you know andorians denubulans and they might think it's actual history that is what i actually meant but you know i'm sad that you think that even in 1000 years we won't even reach to the point that we are a space faring race hey bro 1000 is like 1000 is my optimistic view i'm i'm of the view ki like we'll be dead we'll be extinct in 500 years even before we reach like jupiter see that's pathetic you know before i die i want to at least see mars colonization i don't care what happens after that because i won't be there to experience it but at least i want to see mars colonization no way maybe you'll see the moon colonized but mars is too much well we'll see what happens till that time but yeah you were uh, speaking about your whole religious and philosophical aspect we diverted a whole lot yeah so uh, as for like religion as for my thing goes ki like i use religion as like a buffet you know i take the things that i like and like that, that i think are beneficial to you know uh, that are healthy that are um, you know good and i kind of ignore the rest or i kind of not pay attention to the rest that much because i think everybody should have their own personal religion of course this doesn't mean ki you should like uh, pick and choose only like the worst things from a religion and you know crusade in the name of that as some people do these days but yeah it's it's important for people to believe in something better like at least not like a god but at least like a higher power or the universe or you know the magic of the cosmos or like string theory you need something to believe in i guess yeah i guess i understand where you come from like i always had that belief that humans are curious in nature so probably the early human race might have feared these natural calamities that happened and considered them as god and i think we have references if you want to go get into the whole nature wala thing i definitely think that nature is a higher force and it should be considered and as, as such you know if you're going to have like there is this great poem by william wordsworth where he says that if you have to have like um, there was a flower blossoming in the woods and if you have to have a faith you, that should be your faith it's actually very nice at least following that religion will at least somewhere end the crusades that we are having right now you know ha- having humanity the basic essence and love towards nature i think these are the basic things that you should just follow exactly it's like you have to realize ki you can't make sense of like we created god so that you know there could be something that would be that would explain this universe you know okay like um, if the universe is full of nonsense then there there must like we imagined a being who would make sense of the world universe like who would like if there is a god then he made the universe for a particular reason that it's not all just abstract complete like a random chaos as far as if you want to worship something if you want to venerate something if you want to devote yourself to something then i think there is nothing better than nature to devote yourself to ki like devote yourself to the preservation of nature to the protection of nature instead of you know going like doing 8 hours of puja in front of an idol uh, don't even get me started uh, on the fake news that's circulating in the name of religion right now that religion has ultimately found cure to oh God. the virus mm, yeah that 
really really you know that is where i think you know it it irks me that is why i have this inherent um I, I will not say hated i understand that people need to believe in something but it should be sensible it should not spread hatred no definitely religion religion has like amazing power and if that power is used in a negative way it can be like one of the most harmful things on earth so yeah it should be religion should be a very carefully dealt with topic i guess that's where we land i think well it was so carefully dealt with that we spent our entire podcast discussing about that no, we could like talk about it i i didn't even get to like i had written in my chota chota notes ki like i had just written dune you know so dune is something that requires an entire episode for itself i will not let it you know get it finished in just 5 minutes because i know you are upset that dune got pushed another year i could cry just i could cry this whole night about that <laughs> so we will not even get to the topic we'll save that for another week when i come back to you again finding nobody else to record for my podcast but yeah to close this off um let's just say you know you already talked about a lot of lot of books we have john green graham green and andy weir so he wrote the martian and he wrote that some you were reading his book na the moon or something artemis right wait i didn't even get to that no no i was i was planning to read that but i didn't get to that one but yeah apart from these ones that we have already mentioned to close this off give let's say okay two or three recommendations on books that you have been reading let's not go into sci-fi again i'm pretty sure people will kill us if we do that see if you if you're stuck at home and you have nothing to do go on your amazon thing kindle thing and uh, get this book called shogun by james clavell it's like a 1200 page book uh, about like it's a it's historical fiction set in like the 17th century 17th century japan during the shogunate era and it's amazing it's got samurais it's got politics it's got uh, you know Uh, a lot of uh, swearing and it's a lot of like full on masala fun so if you're bored you should definitely read that you'll yeah you'll have fun for like 2 3 weeks at least with like 1200 pages and other than that i've mostly been reading gram green but i was i just had this thought ki like tomorrow i think i'll finally start reading hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy Oh yeah that has been pending for quite some time. Yeah I I bought that you know hard cover uh, omnibus thing of like all the five novels and I haven't even like picked it up since I bought it so I think I'll start that tomorrow. Otherwise if you want like random fun you should read uh, there's a lot lot of good like Alistair MacLean novels there's a lot of good uh, I don't know what else I have a good library stacked up right now of like 70 80 books so but they're all very like you know heady kind of books they're like full of i have like 15 gram green books i have three cut one good books i have uh, you know infinite jest and dune and uh, what else anton chekhov and stuff like that so which isn't like it's it's fun for me but it's not like pulpy fun ki like you can just read for hours and hours you have to read like five pages and then stop and then think about it and then read five pages so it's very slow i have one recommendation for pulpy fun i think recently i was not recently but i said yeah the last few months um i was too much into these spy novels for some re- reason i don't know why should i call them spy thriller i guess probably thriller novels so i was into the whole uh, robert ludlum book phase and you know john lacar oh john lacar right right yeah dude read john lacar john lacar is a lot of fun tinker tailor soldier spy is a great book so these were the few books that i was reading just to you know have that fun where you just pick up a book 
spend hours and hours because it's a really good page turner yes yes same with james clavel you can take up he has a lot of big thick books like you know shogun is 1200 pages gaijin is 1500 pages taipan is like 800 pages why do you have the page numbers remembered because like uh, yeah shogun was the biggest book i read i've read in my life too like 1200 pages like it's not i mean not the, come on Of course I remember the pages and Gaijin is 1500 pages and I haven't even touched it yet. So of course I remember they they're, they're like so big but they're also like very easy reads you can like read them in uh, you know a week if you have to like if you have nothing to do you can just read them all day it's really fun. Yeah I think these are some book recommendations. Yeah by the time the next episode rolls around I think I'll have finished at least one of the Hitchhiker's Guide books so maybe you could talk about that. Oh yeah but you have been thinking of starting that book for a long time i can't even be sure that you'll ever start that book no no tomorrow definitely i'm starting it but like oh i'm kind of afraid because i realized like i am writing a sci-fi novel and if i start reading sci-fi now it's going to like seep into my either seep into my novel or it's going to give me like mortal fear ki like uh, how can i write anything how can i ever write anything this good if you know hitchhiker's guide is really good to then i'll be like oh my god what am i doing like how can i write something this good why am i even writing a book oh hitchhikers is a cult if you are afraid that hitchhikers will diminish your will to write your own book then please don't start that book chalo we'll decide that later but as usual thank you so much for being the guest again thank you for having me and it's always been wonderful i'll circle back to you again in a week when i find nobody and we'll probably record another episode so maybe god will come and talk to you oh, then then it will be a whole 2 hour movie podcast you can create the new you know uh, bhagavad gita but it's a podcast that would be more cooler you know directly from the voice of god yeah <laughs> <laughs> chalo we'll uh, one from here and thank you again and i'll talk to you later okay bye bye Thank you to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions. So, bye.